Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today, tonight, depending on what time it is, wherever you may be in the world. As uh, many of my loyal fans know, we have listeners from around the globe, everywhere from China, Japan, Korea, South America, Africa, Middle East, Asia. So uh, a really a heartfelt thanks to all of our international listeners, as well as all of our domestic people from New York City, California, Texas, Florida, and, uh, and across the continent. Oh, of course, in Alaska and, uh, and Hawaii. Let us not forget those. Yeah, and Puerto Rico, absolutely. Oh, my, uh, my heart goes out to the people in Puerto Rico. All right, so I have a wonderful guest in studio today, which I'll introduce to you in just a moment. Uh, but first, we have, of course, our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham. So let's start off with those. Let's first from our Mike Dooley and the Universe. Let's see what they have in store for us today. Okay, first from the Universe. Live as if. Always. The Universe. Ha! Ah, real short one today. Um... And, uh, hmm, live as if. So, what does the universe mean by live as if? And I think this is something that we sometimes forget is when we have an intention, when we have a, a dream, a goal, a desire, when we live as if it's already accomplished, if, when we live as if it's already happening, we line up energetically with that dream, hope, goal, desire, intention, whatever it may be for you. And when we line up energetically with it, we bring it closer and closer and closer into our being every day. So uh, the universe is just reminding us that, you know, the more we live as if whatever it is we're wanting is already in our reality the less resistance we have, the faster and faster and faster it will come to us. So, uh, short quote, we'll make that one quick, and then we'll continue on to our quote from Abraham. Let's see what Abraham talks about today. There's nothing about your physical awareness that connects you more to the non-physical aspect of your being than that of your breathing. Many assume that the process of breathing is only about your physical nature, but that is not the case. The process of breathing is much more than an essential function of your physical body. Indeed, it is the flowing of spirit to you and through you. This is the re that is the reason that when the focusing of spirit through your physical body ceases, your breathing ceases also. Abraham. Hmm. Very interesting quote. I don't think I've had this one on the show before. Um talking about the breath and the importance of the breath. And it's so interesting and so fascinating um, to hear this perspective from Abraham because, uh, you know, many spiritual teachers and many spiritual tradi traditions all talk about the breath, the importance of the breath in meditation and yoga and everything, even in exercise, right? Um, but we always have an intention whenever everyone talks about breath that we tend to think of it in a very um, physical manner. You know, we think of it like, 
uh, you know, as they said in the quote, that it's just a very physical function. And what Abraham is saying, and it's sort of a, a expanding our awareness or expanding our understanding of it, that it's not just a physical function, it's a spiritual function. That the function of the breath is, is about spirit focusing through our physical body. It's focusing through wherever we are in that present moment. And what does that mean? That means that when we stop and take the time to just pay attention to our breath, we're actually drawing more of our own spirit into that individual moment, into that that specific moment. And so I believe this is probably one of the reasons why many people talk about the importance of your breathing when you're under stress, when you're uh, having difficulty, when you're um, uh, you know, involved with something that, that's not so easy. They talk about come back to your breath, come back to your breath. And so it's not just about by coming back to your breath and, and, and being mindful of your breathing that uh, you, you relax and, and you feel better, uh, but it's also about how when you do that, you're actually bringing more of spirit into the present moment. This is something, I'll be very honest with you, I've never really thought about it this way. Um, so this is definitely a quote for enlightening me today, um, that it's really about helping you to bring more spirit into the moment. So this is something I'm going to use. <laughs> You're probably going to hear me mention this again and again on the show in the coming weeks and months. I'm sure when I'm coaching people and talking to people and, and working with people, I'm going to be reminding them of this as well. So this is a beautiful, beautiful quote from Abraham, um, all about the process of breath, uh, the, the, the spiritual side of our physical breath. Uh, and I think it's a great reminder. And, and actually, it, it's really quite interesting because, you know, I say it all the time, uh, but our quotes of the day tend to be so perfect for whoever our guest is and whatever our topic is for the day. And our topic for today is really about, in a way, looking at both the the physical and energetic sides of what it is we're trying to bring into reality. And, and, and nobody is better at this uh, than my guest, Paula Aleska. Uh, Paula is a speaker, best-selling author, known worldwide as a transformational brain reprogramming expert. She's been speaking and teaching internationally for over 30 years Wow, yeah, I tell you, I don't have any slouches on this show. And has helped over 5,000 individuals skyrocket their business and personal results. Paula came to the U.S. without a penny and built a six-figure business with no pre previous business experience and no contacts. She also became a modern dance teacher, hey, a modern dancer, excuse me, at the age when many dancers retire and a professional opera singer after being told she had no voice. As a pioneer in the field of specialized kinesiology, she has had over 10,000 hours of training with the masters in the field and has served on the faculties of the Touch for Health Foundation, Educational Kinesiology Foundation, and the International Kinesiology College. Through her extensive training and experience, Paula has mastered the secret of overcoming obstacles fast and achieving permanent results. 
Now, her promise is to use her unique skills to help entrepreneurs, coaches, artists, and spiritual seekers achieve profound breakthroughs and fulfill their dreams. And it is my pleasure to welcome mm-hmm. you, Paula, to the show today. Welcome. Thank you, Sam. It's such a pleasure and honor to be with you. Oh, always, always. I mean, it's always uh, wonderful to have you uh, back on the show as a oops, returning guest. Um, so just one thing I, I want to ask, since, since uh, uh, you came uh, to New York without a penny in your pocket, where did you come from? So I came from Warsaw, Poland via London. Ah. Um, and uh, so I... Um, pretty much run away from home to study modern dance in London. Ah, so I okay. went there without a penny and uh, um, I uh, attended a modern uh, school of Martha Graham in London. Hmm. And uh, eventually they said, you know, there is more dance in the States. And uh, all right, all right. Um, so I, through a um, very, very complicated process, ended up coming to the States Without wow. a penny and uh, had absolutely not planned on bil- building my business. I was planning to uh, study modern dance and bring it back to Poland. But that's oh. not how things worked out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that old expression, like, you know, we plan and God laughs. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, believe me, I... Uh, you know, depending on when you happen to meet me in my life, if you ever told me what I'd be doing today, like 10, 15, 20 years ago, I would have laughed so hard. I would have thought it was the biggest practical joke. Um, so you really come from the more of an arts background, right? You, you really weren't uh, educated, per se, as an entrepreneur or a businesswoman, did you? No, not at all. As a matter of fact, um I grew up in Poland when it was still a communist country. Ah. So there was, uh, Poland was actually exceptional because it was like a residual private enterprise, very, very small. In all the mm. other uh, the countries behind the Iron Curtain, there was no private business at all. Right. Uh, so, um, and uh, there was, uh, you know, bad private business had a really bad reputation. People yeah. in my <laughs> environment spoke with it with contempt and irony. Yeah. Um, and money and business had very, were very, very bad. And mm. they were not supposed to do that. You were supposed to be uh. an individual. And uh, intellectual and academic. Right, right, right. So I'm sure you absorbed a lot of that uh, 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 stigma around business and money just because you're in that environment. How did you manage to overcome that when you came mm-hmm. here and started getting into uh, uh, business and, and helping people and doing things? So that, thank you for that question. I, um, I love to talk about that story uh, when it's appropriate because uh, it's a fascinating journey since... I not only had no background in business, but I also had a very bad attitude about money in terms of ah. uh, not only money was bad, but nobody had money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I was, since I was a starving artist, no. you know, I, it didn't even occur to me that people had money. Right. And uh, we were paid a pittance. Dancers are at the bottom right. of, the, uh, <laughs> of the totem pole. Right, right. And uh, so if we were paid at all, because a right. lot of people would say like, <laughs> can you just perform for free? Right. You know, right, just for promotion right. and so yeah. on. So, um, so I was, uh, when, I, um, when I got acquainted with the tools of positive thinking and working with the subconscious mind, I was uh, very uh, enchanted with that. And I was very, so I immersed myself completely. Mm. And, um, 
And that really, I must say, to tell you the truth, that doesn't, didn't really work very well. Mm, uh, so yeah. um, I was making some small changes, but the real changes really happened when I got acquainted with how the brain works. Uh. And uh, when I started to use that process, then everything started to change. Ah, okay. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, great segue that will lead us into actually our topic for the day, which is, do we need a brain upgrade? (laughs) Um, And so before we get into that topic, uh, we're going to take a quick break. And and then when we come back, we're going to get into uh, sort of what it is that you do and how do we upgrade our brain and why should we upgrade our brain and all of that good juicy stuff. Okay, Paula? All right. Thank you, Sam. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Paula Oleska, a brain expert, I guess. Yes. Thank you, Sam. (laughs) All right. So we were talking about how, um, you know, your own personal thing about having to reprogram your brain around money and how you use like a lot of the positive thinking and and, and self-development kind of tools. And it helped a little bit, but it really didn't make a strong change within you is that what kind of led you on this path of becoming a a brain expert and and studying this kind of stuff yes that was a very 
a strong factor. So one, the path leading to that was the fact that I had so much background in dance and other forms of movement. Mm -hmm. So uh, I immediately became uh, a believer when I came across a system that reorganized brain through movement. And I knew intuitively, uh, without understanding much about the brain, that this is the Uh way to go. And uh, then, so as I got immersed in that system Mm -hmm. and I started to use it for myself, everything accelerated. All the changes I want to make in my life were starting to happen much faster. And uh, that included my attitude about money and also my ability to achieve other goals. Everything just accelerated. Wow, wow. And and at the time you studied it, you didn't really intend to become a practitioner, did you? It was more you were just studying it for your own benefit. Yes, and I must say that I study a lot of things out of curiosity (laughs) because I'm just a very curious person. So I I studied a lot of things uh, without any intention of using them professionally. Some Mm -hmm. of them ended up being part of my toolkit. Mm. But um, that uh, uh, original system grew out of another physical modality I was already involved in. Uh, And then once I learned some just really rudimental things uh, about how the brain works, it became my passion. It just was so interesting and how, uh, how everything I was learning prior to that mm-hmm. was actually missing the point and uh, ah. it provided uh, filled in a lot of gaps that are in our current approach to overcoming obstacles developing self and uh, uh, overcoming trauma and stress and making any other change so wow. that became okay. fascinating okay so so what is it that uh, what is it about sort of this physicality and working with the brain that you discovered that that really made the big difference for you? Like, what was that big aha that was like, oh, I get it. This is why this works. So one of my first huge understandings, when I looked at the model of just right and left brain, Mm -hmm. and now uh, I work with other parts of the brain because we have more than that. Um, So I may be able to get into that later. But my first revelation was looking at how right and left brain function. Mm -hmm. So uh, left brain specializes in thinking, logic, focus, details, analysis, and a few other things, and words. Uh, So language, the way we use language, is primarily function of the left brain. On the other hand, right brain specializes in and controls complementary functions. So nonverbal language, Uh. instead of thinking, it governs emotions. Instead of logic, it governs intuition. Instead of focus and details, it governs our perception of a big picture. And then the key is that they become uh, disconnected under stress, Mm -hmm. pretty much under any kind of stress. And then Ah. you use one hemisphere or the other hemisphere, but not both at the same time. Ah. For instance, uh, you know, this is why people under stress very often find it hard to find the right words. Oh, interesting. I never thought about that. I see. So it's because when they're under stress, that side of their brain is kind of... Uh, muted, let's say. Yes. And so they can't find the words, but the other side mm. of the brain, I guess it's the emotional side, is, is in high function at the moment. That's right. Muted is a great word. That's essentially what happens. And it can come back to function when we lower the level of stress. Okay. But while we are in that state, uh, so I 
I realized that all the talking, all the thinking, all the mental activity does not address the real issues that happen in the emotions and the body mm. because we are using them separately. No, so no, no, when no. people are in the emotional state, they pretty much can't think. When they talk about that, they can't feel. And essentially, that was my story oh. as well because this is why that was such a revelation because uh, I realized that... So I thought... I come from a complicated family and I'm sure that yeah. most of our <laughs> listeners can relate to that. Yeah. So... I thought I had it handled because I can talk about my past. I could talk about different things that happened and not get emotional. And I thought I had it handled. Right. But then I, when I got acquainted with that model and right. started to do some very simple physical activities, I realized that nothing was handled because I would fall apart oh. if I did like a very simple gesture of reaching out or someone was turning away from me. Uh, and I would I allow myself to experience what was happening. I just became very emotional. So nothing was handled, even though intellectually I had it all figured out. Right, right, right. I guess that's why they say like uh, with psychotherapy, like talk therapy isn't really very effective. And that's why you can spend decades going to a talk therapist, not really getting much. And as many people know, my wife is a, is a psychotherapist, but she does some very body-centered therapies like somatic experiencing and EMDR. And so when you're dealing with more sort of body-centered therapies, you're dealing more with the nervous system. And that's one of the things I, I've come to really appreciate over the past several years, that when we have a trauma, when we have a blockage, when we have something that's in our nervous system, it's in our body, we can't think our way out of that. We have to use our body in some way to, to move past it. Exactly. And, <coughs> and uh, some uh, body workers say the issues are in the tissues. Ah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, you cannot, uh, you know, and I, the example of how that verbal approach doesn't really work, because many people say, for instance, uh, you know, you had that, that trauma happened a long time ago, just let it go. Uh, not so easy. Not so easy, right? So you can think about physical injury. If you have uh, as much as a uh, deep cut on your hand, mm -hmm. you're not going to sit there, look at your hand and say like, why aren't you better already? <laughs> you know, you need to do physical things to right. make that heal. Right. And then even uh, when you heal, oftentimes there is still a scar right. and you will see the scar. And right. there's no point in telling yourself, why is it still there? I was, right. you know, it was so long ago. So and, and even if there isn't a scar, there still can be some weakness there. There may be no apparent physical evidence of it, but there's still a, a physical weakness underneath the su surface. Yes, exactly. So I think the point of what I'm saying is that people end up blaming themselves because they cannot... Uh heal the way they were taught they should be healing themselves right. and they say and they hear from experts you're not doing it right you know it should work if it's not working that's because you're not doing it right or you're not putting enough effort into it so my message to everybody is it's not your fault yeah. much of that healing cannot happen through those means mm -hmm. so uh Okay, so uh, can you give our audience a little bit of an example maybe of what some, uh, you know, just sort of basic physical uh, thing that you do to help to bring some healing in, in place? 
so let's talk about breathing because uh, ah, last night why just the quote. <laughs> it's in the quotes, right? <laughs> right. So uh, it looks like breathing should just happen, but I think most of us know that, and uh, probably majority of our listeners know that when you become stressed, it's very hard to breathe deeply. Right. And you can force yourself to do that for a few seconds, but if you stop paying attention to that, it's going to go back to, to shallow breathing. Right. That's right. because breathing is controlled by a big, big muscle called the diaphragm. Yeah. And uh, the diaphragm becomes tense under stress, right. and you can't talk yourself out of being... First of all, you don't realize that it's the diaphragm that's tense and making your breathing shallow mm -hmm. uh, but even if you do you can't talk to your diaphragm and say like right. just let go and release because i want to breathe you right. need to do manual work uh -huh. to help your diaphragm and the ribcage muscles release mm -hmm. and then you will be breathing f fully and flowingly and without effort Right, right. So that when you actually do something physical to relieve the stress, then your body can actually release some of that stress as opposed to trying to talk yourself mm -hmm. out of being stressed. Exactly. And uh, that this idea that you can talk yourself out of being stressed is a complete misunderstanding mm -hmm. because stress is very well researched as a physical process. Mm -hmm. So... Um, there uh, many years ago and i think we all know that so for instance yeah. um how many of us can think clearly when you have a cold right uh, so yeah. your intellectual functions go down when your body is under stress and right. the same thing with emotional stress right. uh or when you are shivering because you are cold you know right. you can't right. really read very well or right. have a, a rational intellectual discussion right. so these things require physical intervention. And just one more thing about stress is that it has been described very, very well that stress causes physical changes, your blood pressure, your heart right, rate, right. your chemical composition of the blood. And right. Your cortisol levels, things exactly. like that. So you have to do something physical, help your body get out of that stress. So we can do some very simple activities. Okay. And then so, your so just, stress just will give our down. audience one before we go to break. So what's one activity <laughs> that when you're under stress you do to help relieve the stress? So the simplest thing I can describe on the radio is um, what we call emotional stress release points. There are points mm -hmm. on your forehead that regulate blood flow to the brain oh, and okay. other parts of and different parts of the body if you gently cover your forehead with your mm -hmm. with your fingers right. and like lean back and just allow that to take effect for anywhere from one to ten minutes mm -hmm. i can guarantee you that you will feel less stress so really? in every workshop i demonstrate that huh. and you can you know you can you know you gentle listener you can try that for yourself and you can do a little experiment so uh, when you feel stressed evaluate how stressed you feel on a scale from zero to ten and then do this exercise for really? maybe two just, or three minutes just by putting your hands on your forehead yes wow and then evaluate i can guarantee you that once you do it the level of stress your evaluation will go down this is how it always works wow it may you may need to do it more than three minutes if it's very right, depending heavy, on, on that level of stress that you're right. feeling at the time. So just putting your four, 
hands on your forehead like this, lean back a little bit, and, and just... That's right. Wow. Okay. But very well, very gently, no pressure. <laughs> right, very gently. Okay. All right. Um, let's take another quick break. And when we come back, let's start talking about, uh, as opposed to, to using these techniques to relieve stress or relieve pain, how do we use them to change our belief systems? How do we use them to upgrade our brain all right all right so we'll get to the real meat and juicy stuff so great some all right wonderful thank you paulus everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we do this every thursday 12 noon eastern to 1 p.m right here on talkradio.nyc and we will be right back after these messages you're listening to the talking alternative network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're having a wonderful conversation here with Paula Aleska, uh, brain expert. Um, okay, Paula, so we talked about how, uh, how we can use our body and sort of physical movement and things to help us with stress, with, with sort of uh, 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 um, difficulties and, and problems. But how do we use these techniques? How do we use this principle uh, for changing things like belief systems and uh, uh, changing our thoughts and, and, and you know, stuff that can be much more ingrained in our subconscious, unconscious mind. Mm. I'm so glad you asked because my work is really uh, 
part of it, of course, is releasing stress and helping people recover from trauma. But the purpose of that is so they can move forward, achieve their goals, right. change their thinking, change their belief systems, and change their lives. And uh, that's what most of them do. I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples uh, shortly. So uh, the principle is the same mm. as, uh, as what we were ju- just discussing, which is that... Oh, so I should start uh, from a different angle. Uh, so in the Western approach to, um, to thinking, thinking is the top of the pinnacle. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> it's like the, everything you know, is about thinking, and uh, thinking yeah. is supposed to control everything else, so your, your, your body and your emotions. And what neuroscience has discovered actually is the other way around. Mm. So... Um, the current neuroscience that I'm absolutely enamored of is called embodied cognition. Oh, embodied and cognition, okay. That means that your cognition, which is your intellectual process, is in the body. Mm-hmm. And uh, it specifically says the mind is an outcome of what happens in the body. So there is no such thing as a disembodied mind that was popular in science fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But you know, but it's so funny. But in the West, we've so put the brain on a on a on a pedestal that a lot of people think their body ends at their neck, and that that this whole thing from the neck down that we don't use. That's right, and uh, that's why. If you hear that you're only using 10% of your brain, that's because you're not using the rest of your body. (laughs) uh, Because your brain is not just the organ in your head. It's a communication network that includes that organ, but Uh. also extends throughout your body. Mm -hmm. And therefore, uh, the way your body functions. And uh, for instance, there is a lot of science now about the brain in your gut Mm -hmm. and the brain in your heart. Yes. So... uh, the thinking process is a composite of what happens on that other levels. Ah, so it's, it's sort of the integration of all of this. It's, it's not just one piece of it. Exactly. And uh, so the, uh, what, one thing that is very important to understand that um, most of our conditioning is lodged in the body by the way of the part of the brain that's in the back of your head which is, in science, they call them reptilian brain. I call it behavioral brain because uh, it controls your behavior. And that's the amygdala? or Amygdala is in the midbrain, in uh, the emotional brain. Oh, okay. So, so, so the back of the brain, the reptilian brain is the um, limbic? No, the no. reptilian oh, is reptilian, and limbic yeah. is the midbrain that's emotional uh, brain. Okay, okay. And um, so uh, they have different functions. So you're conditioning that you absorb when you are an infant Mm -hmm. all the way up to probably age of three or four, even five, Uh uh, and even later on, resides in that uh, bottom brain. Ah, So it's not conscious. Right. So uh, the specialists say that you can only recognize the content of that brain by watching your behavior. Ah, okay. So it shows up in how you do things, and how you do things is a reflection of an unconscious belief. Mm. And you can't change that unconscious belief. So, for instance, you watch your behavior and you observe that you feel scared about spending money okay. or you feel incapable of saving money. Okay. Uh, 
and and you don't know why. You try to change it, and you don't realize that it has to do with the conditioning that you have received sometime early on in your family or watching the uh, your general environment, mm-hmm. and you made it unconscious decision that money is scarce or money is hard uh, to come by or okay. people don't have money like I did. Right. Uh, and then you can't, because it's so ingrained in, in your the way you process information through your body, you can't really think yourself out, out of, of that. Right, and right, that's why you need to, to have these uh, micro-interventions through movement and touch because that uh, will change that programming. And okay. your mind will become freer. So one of the examples, one of my favorite examples that I always quote is not about money, but about the fact that women are very often conditioned to be caretakers. Yes. So (laughs) one of my clients discovered in a session that uh, she had this conditioning that she has to always take care of others. Mm. So I said, what would happen if you don't take care of them? And she said, uh, they they will get angry. So then we did some of those micro-interventions for Mm -hmm. about 10 minutes. And I said, so what would happen if you don't take care of others? And she said... They will take care of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll figure it out. <laughs> right. So, but my point is that it wasn't because we discussed it. It was because she, on her own, did these activities, activities. that reprogrammed that part of your, her brain. Mm-hmm. And her belief changed. And gotcha. therefore, her behavior changed. So, so what are these um, <coughs> micro-movements or like, what are these activities like? Can you give a, a, describe an example for our audience? Yes, so um, the, again, the simplest one, uh, the very basic one, which I consider a rescue remedy for brain, uh-huh. it's called cross-crawl or cross-over. Ah, okay. Uh, so uh, essentially, if you, um, so you, you can do it sitting down or you can stand up and you need to lift your right knee and touch it with your left hand and then you need to lift your left knee and touch it with your right hand and if you do this activity for about a minute or two... Right. So you're basically using the opposite arm to the opposite leg. You bring the leg up, you bring the arm down. So you touch w- across one way, you touch across the other way. So you're kind of making like two diagonals across your body at opposite times. That's right. And okay. uh, that physically stimulates your right and left brain to work better together. Okay. So one way you can use that in a very practical way is yeah. when you have so-called a senior moment, when mm. you forget something, just do a few of these movements, and most likely what you want to remember is going to come back within seconds. Ah, I see, I see. Um, so by doing these movements, right, but like you're crossing like right side to left side, left side to right side, that uh, because you're doing it in a very physical way, that's engaging the different sides of our brain? Yes, because, uh, for instance, with the hemispheres, uh, every part of your brain is involved with body and movement in some way. Ah, okay. So right brain controls the movement of the left side of the body. Right, right, right. And people know that because when you have a stroke on one side of the brain, brain, the the other side of the body body. becomes paralyzed. Right, right, right. So, uh, So when you... So when you do this movement, the crossover movement, right. you are physically stimulating the connection between the hemispheres, which is already there. Ah. And uh, you built that connection when you were a little baby, about one year old, and ah. you crawled around on all fours. Ah, so okay. one thing that 
most people don't realize is that our brains are developed through movement. So these movements that we uh, make as babies and infants and small children build uh, physical connections in the brain that Mm. lay a foundation for later physical, uh, uh, intellectual functioning. Mm. So, for instance, the the movement of grasping with your hand, which you Mm. learn... uh, at about maybe uh, four to five months, mm-hmm. later on has to do with grasping things intellectually, oh. being able to hold on to things mm-hmm. as well as letting them go. So the ah. physical activity lays a foundation for this emotional and mental functioning oh, that you can grasp intellectual information right. and also... As you o- learn how to open your hand, you are able to let go of physical things and right. also let go of other things on other levels. Right, right, right. Oh, that's so interesting. You know, it's so fascinating to me how the mind works so symbolically or our, our nervous system works so symbolically. So by learning to grasp, as a baby, we're learning to grasp concepts, grasp ideas, uh, grasp things. And when we learn to release and let go we're learning to release and let go of emotions and other things fascinating exactly so this is such a fundamental understanding that there is always a physical component to everything even if it's an intellectual problem or a thinking problem or spiritual problem or emotional problem there is a physical component and also for every physical problem there is an emotional component most likely spiritual component as well so we need to learn how to synchronize all these elements to get a full result on whatever we want to work on. So besides just doing a a certain exercise like that cross crawl, do you also have clients like say something in the process or feel something in the process or is it just purely Mm. physical? No, it's also we we talk and we Ah, determine what kind of uh, emotional transformation they need to go through. And very often they repeat that uh, whatever we decide they need to work on, mm-hmm. uh, but we add other components like breathing and eye movements, oh, and uh, okay. very often acupressure points as well. Oh, really? So it's a very, it's wow. a combination of uh, several different factors that engage your electromagnetic body, your emotional body, your intellect, mm. and also by moving your eyes, you're engaging different parts of the brain. So it's a very simple, gentle, but extremely comprehensive and powerful process. Wow, yeah, it sounds very um, very well-rounded in a way. Like it uses uh, uh, different aspects of our being, so our, our physical body, acupressure points, breathing, eye movement. You know, it, it, it's like you're engaging lots of different aspects of our being mm-hmm. in order to make mm-hmm. this sort of very profound shift. Exactly. And so I take it then these shifts happen very quickly when you do that. Very quickly. I'll give you an example of a session that I had earlier today. Okay. Um, so this uh, very woman, quickly. Uh, very quickly, yeah. uh, needed to, we identified that she needed to work on the emotional issue that my life isn't perfect, but I have much to be grateful for. She feels beaten down by different things uh, that happen in her life. Okay. What she needed to do is a particular developmental movement that is uh, like just a leg aspect of crawling, uh, mm. but done in a very specific way. So she did that literally for maybe three mm. minutes. And then she stood up and she said, wow, I feel so grounded. I feel taller. <laughs> I feel happy. I feel normal. And she was able to say, yes, and I appreciate my life, and I'm going to achieve my dreams. 
So that's an example of how quickly and profoundly that happens when you use a particular, you know, very specific targeted activity. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. I guess that's a real brain upgrade in process, eh? That it was. And it's such a joy to watch that because people just... You know, leave floating, and it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a really great experience to see that. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Okay, uh, my apologies, but we do have to take one last break. Um, so when we come back, let's talk about like some of the latest things. We've been on the show before a couple of years ago. Let's talk about what are the latest developments you've learned about, and what are the things you've learned lately that have surprised you. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest. This hour is Paul Oleska, uh, a brain upgrade specialist, and we will be right back after these messages. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I, I hope you guys have been listening to this show and enjoying uh, po- listening to Paula as much as I am. It, it really uh, uh, is so fascinating to me how uh, interconnected and how holographic we are as beings in a way because we have such a tendency to think like physical issues are physical issues and and mental issues are mental issues and emotional issues are emotional issues but actually they're all so intertwined aren't they they are intertwined and there is a all of that comes into spirituality so i think it's a mistake for people to think that they need to disconnect from their bodies to be spiritual they actually can uh, deepen their spirituality by learning how to be in their bodies and work with their bodies to promote more, more spiritual 
development and awareness. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you 100% there. So, I mean, you, you were on the show a couple of years ago, and, and if people want to listen to that old episode, I'm pretty sure it's up on iTunes. I'm, I'm positive it's up on iTunes. Just look for, for Paula's name, Paula Leska, on the Conscious Consultant Hour. You'll find it. But since then, like, what are some of the latest things that you've uh, uh, learned and discovered that really excite you about mm-hmm. this work? So um, I've been, for the last several years, I've been studying this issue with developmental movements and uh, developmental reflexes. Okay. This is an area that is so profound and so impactful, like the example I quoted uh, before the break, right. that um, is uh, really everybody would benefit knowing more about that. So this is mm. like the most, it's a very extensive field. A lot of my colleagues have been developing way of working with that. So... Uh, as you, as you develop even in utero, mm-hmm. uh, you already do certain movements that serve to coordinate your nervous system. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then as you develop in time, there is a specific timeline. And what is fascinating is that every human being on earth goes through that timeline. It's biologically programmed into all of us. Oh. And uh, some of them help you get born and get through the birth canal. Some of them okay. later on, like I said, help you develop your hands and mm-hmm. feet and mm-hmm. grasp and let go and move and, and so on. So, um, and then there is a separate development track when we develop yeah. our senses. Uh, that, that has such a profound effect on how we function. Uh. And let me uh, connect that to uh, what most spiritual seeker, seekers hear is be here now, be present. Yeah. Yes. The fastest way to be present is to mm. be in your body and to observe right your sensation, not just the breath, Mm -hmm. but pay attention to everything that you're experiencing in the body. There's Mm. no other way to be present. Right, right. And uh, one thing about that, also through a number of experiences, what I realized is that what what makes people vulnerable to cults and manipulation Uh is if someone gets you to deny your physical experience, they can convince you about anything. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, because I remember the old days, like you, you, if you went to some of these very cultish kinds of stuff, they lock you in the room for this like weekend transformation event. They don't let you go to the bathroom. They don't let you out. And so they're denying sort of your basic physical needs. Yes, and like teaching you how to be in your head. Right. And uh, one of the biggest problems that my clients are struggling with uh, to identify what is it that you really want. Very often they learn to compensate. Uh, most people develop, uh, most people receive such negative conditioning about what they want when they are children yeah. that we learn to compensate. Right. So, uh, that we, so, for instance, one of my clients, um, she got in touch with the, the fact that um, uh, her mother had irrational outbursts when she set the table incorrectly when she was like six years old. Really? And uh, so I said, what did you really want at that time? And she said, well, I adapted to that. It just became not a problem. That's <laughs> not the answer. But this is the right. compensation that most people live in. Right. And uh, to get in touch with what you really want, you need to feel in your body what is your emotional reaction in your body. You can feel it in uh, your body because there's no other place to feel it. Right, exactly. Exactly. Um, 
so uh, it was interesting. You mentioned before about the client that you worked with, how like after they did this exercise, they got up and said, oh, I feel so grounded now. And that's something that I find, at least with people I work with, tends to be a bit of a challenge. So do you have um, some quick suggestions for people of like when they're feeling ungrounded or they want to be more grounded, more present? Mm-hmm. What's a, a good exercise or a good thing for them to do to, to feel more grounded? I would say the simplest thing is to stomp your feet. Ah, uh, <laughs> so, stomp your feet on the ground. Of yeah, to, uh, to make yourself energetic, to clench your fists, stomp your feet, uh-huh. and uh, do something and direct your movement either downward or outward. Uh-huh. And if you can also yell while you do that, I think that's going to, all these three elements are going to make you very grounded. And you can do it just for a few seconds oh, and you probably will feel a lot better. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. cool. Because vo- voice is uh, like a forgotten power. Yes, absolutely. And absolutely. Uh, if uh, you know, if you can relearn yourself, re- relearn how to scream, you will regain a lot of your personal power. Ah, interesting. So <laughs> I, I have a friend who's a musician, and he has a sound booth in his uh, studio. So oftentimes, when friends come over, he's like, "Oh, if you need to like scream something out, just go down into the sound booth and scream it out. No one will hear you." <laughs> yes, I think that every uh, business should have a scream room, ah. uh, which should be insulated so people can scream Soundproofed, in yeah. private. And I can guarantee that will reduce stress and tension in businesses, yeah, improve bet. morale. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I have to remember that one. Just find a place to go scream it out. Awesome. So uh, we, we just have a few more minutes before the end of the show. Um, is there anything that you've learned recently in all of this research that's really surprised you, that, that you like took you aback and go, oh, my God, and, and that you've really now started to incorporate? To be honest with you, no, because okay. I've been in this field for a very long time. I was just waiting for scientific validation. Ah. So what I'm really happy about is that there is more and more scientific, scientific validation. validation. I uh, see. Because you had like the anecdotal evidence that this works because you had all the success in yourself, in your clients right. that you worked with. So you knew it worked. But you didn't always necessarily have the, the scientific uh, data to back it up. Yes, not only me, but the field was field not open I to see. that. So literally within the last 15 years, there have been books written by very prominent neuroscientists, such as Antonio Damasio and Bisser van der Kolk and, uh, uh, and uh, uh, many, other, many other neuroscientists who I adore, and uh, especially this uh, guy that I uh, especially adore recently, the uh, embodied cognition. Mm. His name is Guy Claxton. He's a British neuroscientist. Ah, okay. uh, so it was such a joy to read that the brain is in the body. Yeah. It's like, yes, <laughs> how did you overlook that before? <laughs> right, but I'm right. glad that they are ca- catching up with that yeah. and uh, that you can there are these very simple ways of reprogramming the brain that will make everybody's life so much easier. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Paula, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule <laughs> to come on the show today. If people want to learn more about mm-hmm. you, find you, work with you, uh, where can they go? Thank you for asking. Uh, so my website is, of course, Brain Upgrade. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, .biz, not .com. Uh, okay. So it's um, www.brainupgrade.biz, B-I-Z. Okay. And my email address is paula at brainupgrade.biz. Okay. And uh, you can 
uh, email and, me. Uh, great. And, and mm-hmm. do you have anything coming up, any events mm-hmm. for our local fans, local mm-hmm. listeners? Yes, and again, thanks so much for asking, Sam. Mm-hmm. You are such a wonderful host. Thank you. So, um, yes, I have one uh, workshop talking about voice being your power. I have one workshop called Vocal Gym ah. coming up on the 2nd of February. Okay. And uh, uh, it's uh, uh, based on exercises I developed when I was uh, singing professionally and I didn't want to practice like all the other singers. Right. So... Um, now I use it also to help people overcome the fear of public speaking, which most people know that yes. <laughs> the statistics say that fear of public speaking is stronger than fear of death. death yes. <laughs> so you can uh, make huge strides in overcoming that fear in just one day mm-hmm. using my exercises. And then another workshop that is coming up in March is called Breakthroughs to Six Figures ah. to transform your money mindset and make you open to either making or receiving six figures or at least larger amounts of money than you have been receiving. And I've been teaching that on and off for probably about six or seven years. And uh, most people really uh, enjoy it and have really good results. Oh, wow. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, that's that's one I would love to (laughs) to get in with. And I'm sure I know a few people who who could use that one too. Uh, I would like to also take a few seconds to uh, invite the listeners mm-hmm. to write to me because I can send you some information about the brain or brain mm. and money or brain and voice. Mm. And if you would like to receive that, send me an email to paula at brainupgrade.biz mm-hmm. and in the uh, subject line, interview with Sam <laughs> and I'll be happy to send you some handouts where you can take this further. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, Paula. I really appreciate it. Uh, I hope everybody listening, I hope you guys got some real gems out of it today. Uh, you know, Paula's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to uh, the full body experience of life. Uh, and, and life is lived not in our heads, but in our bodies, isn't it? That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so if you've taken like other, um, and I haven't taken this class yet, but I'm sure it's amazing. But if you've taken like other like money breakthrough stuff and it hasn't really been successful for you, it could have been because it was all very intellectual and not really very physical. So I have a feeling this one's going to be very, very different. So I highly recommend you check it out. And the website again is www.brainupgrade.biz. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you all for Mm -hmm. tuning in. Thank you, Paula, for coming into Mm -hmm. studio today. Thank you, listeners. And thank you so much, Sam. You are such an extraordinary host. And I feel very privileged that I have a chance to talk to you. Uh, Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And please stay tuned. Uh, Coming after the show, it's Ken Foster's show, Voices of Courage. And of course, I'll be back next week with another great guest uh, online for you. Um, And uh, of course, if you have not yet, please uh, join our mailing lists on talkradio.nyc and on theconsciousconsultant.com. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks, everybody, for sharing the video and sharing our podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 